Welcome to the Andre and Thomas Midweeks Podcast. In this week's podcast, I want to talk about Yu-Gi-Oh! I know, right? But not just Yu-Gi-Oh! The TV series or the card game. I'm talking about Yu-Gi-Oh! The video game. I have a video game called Yu-Gi-Oh! The Duelist of the Roses. So, let me, okay, let me take it back. Let me take it back. I'm sorry. I'm just going to jump right into it. I, I apologize. Let me catch y'all up a little bit. So, Yu-Gi-Oh! is an anime based off of a card game. Uh, the Japanese version of, of Yu-Gi-Oh! is actually a little bit of a darker history. I mean, you literally had the main character in the on the Japanese side of things. You have the main character legitimately known as the King of Games. And he's like sending, like basically playing devilish games, you could say. I don't know how to really explain it. I think one of the chapters I've read it was him and his bully, and they played like a. It was a dark shadow game, and somebody. It was something where he heard the player breathe or something, and he lost the game, and I think he, I think the guy got killed or the brain was. Something happened. I forgot what happened exactly, but it was like a really twisted, dark version. I was like, whoa, that's not the thing I know about Yu-Gi-Oh! But it was pretty awesome, though. So, you have that going on, and then you have, uh, whenever they came over to the States, 4Kids TV really screwed up Yu-Gi-Oh! Season 1. and They kind of screwed that up a lot because... <laughs> Japan is about that life. Let me tell y'all that. Japan and their anime is about that life. So, there's a whole... There's like a whole YouTube... Like, if you YouTube Yu-Gi-Oh! Season 1, there's people talking about everything they did wrong in Season 1, or everything wrong with Yu-Gi-Oh! Season 1, talking about stuff that got taken out of the, of the series and stuff, from the original Japanese to the 4Kids TV... Uh, translation because for kids tv they're gonna edit it make it kid friendly and stuff like that and when i went back and watched the video i'm like a lot of that stuff actually makes sense you know there's one and there's an episode where there's the main protagonist i guess you can say his name is Sato kaiba and he's on this island he was on this island um uh, Taking down one of the security cams. I believe he was trying to like take down the. It was like a, like the bad guy from season one had recreated Settle Kaiba and make it where the main character Yugi was dueling against him or whatever. And Seto, he was in this room and he was making the cards weaker or whatever, using the computer or whatever. But anyway, the security guys rushed into the door. They break down a door and they like on the four kids TV version, they have like their fingers pointing at Seto talking about, you know, you're coming with us or whatever. And Seto leaves. I mean, jumps out the window. Well, in the original version, they actually have guns pointing at him like you're not going anywhere, you know, and then it still happens. So they take stuff out like that. Uh, another character, Ben and Keith, pointing the gun at Pegasus. Which made sense because the four kids TV is like he's threatening him with a finger. It's like that. Like, what's your finger going to do? So you have to like add in stuff, you know. It's, of course, they try to make the cars less sexier and stuff. That's something that the, the Japanese, the 
anime normally does. So whenever it gets to the U.S. or somebody like 4Kids TV takes over it, they edit it up, change some stuff here and there, whatever, just to make it kid-friendly. In reality, it's not kid-friendly at all. But basically, it's just a regular... Yu-Gi-Oh! is just basically a card game. A card game that you can play in real life. It has a huge, huge following. Well, it used to back when I was watching it and playing it or whatever. But I think nowadays, it might still have because they still got making new series of it or whatever. Rules change. I'm not 100% sure if it's still going. I'm pretty sure somebody can tell me like, yeah, bro, it's still going hardcore. That's cool. I'm not playing it. I am playing your Yu-Gi-Oh! video games. So, with the video games, there's several. There's different ones. You know, there's a lot. Kind of from the PlayStation 2 era type stuff. And one of the best video games I played is called Yu-Gi-Oh! The Duelist of the Roses. So, basically, in this game, which came out in 2001. Good times. Good times. Came out about 2001, 03 for us, I guess, in the U.S. And, of course, 06, it was named one of the greatest hits on PlayStation 2. Shout out to the PlayStation 2 and all the great games that came out on there because some greater hits are lit. So, in this series, I mean, in this series, in this game, you're, like, transported to an alternate, the alternate world of Yu-Gi-Oh! Where you're known as the card dueler. You don't know the card... Card Warrior, Card something, Rose Duelist. That's what it's called, I think. You're known as the Rose Duelist or something like that. They brought you back to the past from a different timeline. So, of course, they're talking to you, whatever. You select your name, and, of course, now you choose what side you want to be on. You have to clear both sides to actually finish the game. But, in the beginning, you pick either the red for good and the white for bad, if I'm not mistaken. If I'm not mistaken. So, depending on what side you choose. If you choose the good side, then you're taking on Seto's and his army of bad guys. After you finish that side, you jump over and you're part of Seto's side. And you take on all of Yugi's and Yugi's good people and you beat them. And then you complete the game. And once you complete the game, you can pretty much go car hunting. Because there's certain ways to get certain cars. You do different things. Etc., etc., etc. So, while playing the game and stuff, especially nowadays when I'm a little bit older and I start thinking more often, they should definitely make a remake of Yu Gi Oh! Duelists of the Roses. They should make a 2020 version where, because it still stick with the original Yu Gi Oh! cast, I'm fine with the original cast, with the original Yu Gi Oh! I think it should be all of the well, season one through season, I think it's five seasons of original Yu-Gi-Oh! Five seasons, and then with that, <laughs> update all the cards, of course, you add in new cards, all the new cards that came out and stuff like that, to make sure you legitimately have over millions of different cards you can actually collect in half. Uh, that'd be the first thing I'll do, will be that. The second thing is the they have a deck limit of 40. Because I think in real life you can only have 40 cards. But this is a video game. And in a video game, I believe you should have between 40 to 60, 40 to 80 different range of cards. Because 
And the I mean, I think all all the games you only have no all the games you got different different levels. My fault. I'll take that back. So I think the max you can go for. I think the max you should be able to go is sixty. So that adds twenty more cards to your deck. Another thing that uh yeah add, sorry messing up adding twenty cards adding extra twenty cards in there so it makes it sixty instead of forty. The way they have it is where you play. Um, first character you play against Kyla is called, uh, his name is Weevil. He's an insect duelist. So whenever you duel against him, his battlefield is all forest and maybe three spots of wasteland. Why is it all forest? It's because insects live in the forest and in the game, they gain a field bonus of 500, extra 500 added to their original uh, attack and defense. So if a monster is 1,500, if one of his insects is 1,500 when he draws them, with the forest, it goes to 2,000. Gives him a higher advantage. Of course, that same is with you. It also, with the forest, comes with different car I mean, different monsters get an extra boost. Pyros get an extra boost in there. Of course, insects get an extra boost. Uh, I want to say somebody else get an extra boost in the forest. I think it's Beast Warriors. They get an extra boost into the forest. So that's like three different types of cards you can have that get extra. They get an extra boost in the forest, and that's that's a that's a legit. That's pretty legit because every single boss you play has their own battlefield that you can. Um, Give their cards an extra boost. Setos, I believe Setos is waste, not wasteland. It is, is it wastelands? No, it's what do you call that? Regular grass. I forgot what they call it. It's not a forest and it's not a wasteland. It's not dirt. It's just regular grass. I forgot the name of it. The meadows, all meadows, metal all the way around. Then he has like four labyrinth walls and four, and it's like it's like a middle section with four labyrinth walls, and then in the middle section is regular, nothing else, so just a regular feat, so nobody gets an extra boost. So of course the meadows is used for warrior types. I feel like something else. Oh, it's beast types that's for forests. I lied. It's beast types that's for forests, and beast warriors are for meadows, and you can use that. Of course, they get 500 extra boost. Uh, the middle section is normal. Like I said, it's normalized, so you can't get an extra boost there. But that's that's his field. And everybody has their own field with an extra power boost to it, which is awesome. Because it makes the game more challenging. You know, you play against somebody on the TV show who you know is really difficult to deal with. And then you get to their land or their battlefield. And it's like, oh, wow, all her monsters, all his monsters are getting this extra... 500 boosts on top of whatever else they want to do makes it 100 times difficult. So I say keep that aspect of the game. That's 100%. I love that part. But let's add something. Like I said, we add in. So you get new cards. Over a million. Let's say that because I'm pretty sure it's probably over a million cards in Yu-Gi-Oh! by now. Especially the first. Especially in the original. Keep the... Keep the uh, what do you call that? I forgot it already. Field bonuses, you keep that already. So what's the next step into the, uh, a brand new Yu-Gi-Oh! 2020 Duelist of the Roses is new 
characters for both sides. So for Yugi's side, it is Yugi's the master. So you have Yugi, he's the master. You have Joey, you have Mai, you have Tristan, you have Bakura, I want to say. That's five. I think I'm missing two more people. Mako Tsunami, you think that's his name? I think they only get six each or seven each. I really couldn't find it. So it's either six or seven. It don't matter. But if you updated it, you have to, of course, change it to fit the narrative of the story. So, of course, you got Yugi and his friends. It's be Joey, Tristan, and Taya. Of course, Mai would be part of his team. That'd be five. Mako Tsunami will be six. His grandpa should be seven. Let's see, that'd be seven people right there that you have to duel against. Let me think of somebody else. I think Ishizu should be eight. So she's later on. She works for the Pharaoh, basically. She's been waiting on the Pharaoh all these years. So she's number eight off the back. Uh, should it just be eight? I'm trying to make sure. Oh, Bakura. See, they should have two different versions of Bakura. The good one and the evil one. So the good one should be nine. And then number 10, Rebecca. That's her name. Rebecca. She came in later on in the seasons. But Rebecca will be number 10. So that'd be 10 people on Yugi's side that you have to duel against. And of course, they should all have their own... If anything, for the game, have it where their cards varies from season 1 through the very last season of Yu-Gi-Oh! Uh, season 5. So... They should have all those cards they have ever had because you're running with 60 a uh, 60 card deck, which makes it even more epic because now you have Joey cards uh, floating around red eyes and also his cyber dragon later on and his um, what's the name of that card he had? I forgot the name of that card. His cyber whatever. <laughs> I can't remember the name of that card he had. And that would be pretty epic. And then for Yugi, he has, if anything, if you want to take out one, you could take out Ishizu, replace her with little Yugi, and have one where there's the Pharaoh as one, and then Yugi Moto as the second one. And then little Yugi can have, he has his own cards. You know, the his last duel was against the Pharaoh, and he had his own deck. Not only that, you can combine season ones of his cards with that with that same deck, and then the Pharaoh can have his own OP cards that he wants, because he'll be the strongest out of everybody there. So, for Yugi, it's like trying to stop him from summoning Exodia, while Pharaoh is trying to hold your own against the three Egyptian God cards, and everything in between, you know. That would be perfect for Yugi's side, and then for Seto's side... See, Seto styles would be a lot more difficult because of all the bad people that appear in the show. You know, you get Seto, you get his brother Mokuba, you get Pegasus, you get Weevil, you get Rex Raptor, you get uh, Bandon Keith, you can get, uh, ooh, I lost track already, uh, you get Merrick, you get Evil Bakura, now I'm off by two. I don't have two other people. Two other random people that I can't think of that happened in that show. <laughs> don't matter. But you can um, fill in those two 
you can fill in those two. Pretty sure somebody that was probably important in those series. Probably one of the real... No, that's stupid. Never mind. It don't matter. You can fill in those two with... That two spots with whoever you want to. Whether that's Ishizu and Odeon or one of the two guys from the um, the Seal of Orichalco storyline. One of those one of those guys. Or whoever was the last who was it? It was during Kaiba's last tournament. I forgot that dude's name. Him and his brother could take those two spots. If y'all know what I'm talking about, I think it was season five or season four. One of those one of those guys, I forgot the names of it. Those, one of those two guys can take over that spot, you know. Or you can always split Bakura and have um, an evil version of Bakura and then the ancient Egypt version of him that showed up in season four that made him like super OP. That was a great, that was an underrated uh, series right there. But all in between, all in between. So basically 10 versus 10 and then as the card holder... I think they should have give you like you oh like they should give you about oh let me think let me think let me think they should let you choose between a hundred different cards throughout the game and let you pick your cards because in the right now when you go if you play it you get your whatever your name is they give you three basic decks but they don't but you have to like pay attention to the attributes and if it's a fish machine and excuse me zombie virgin or something crazy like that you have to actually pay attention to it and to back a horse now that we're older there was always like oh if you use like look nintendo or something like that or no was it nintendo something like a major name of some sort you get three really good uh decks like that which is i mean that's cool but man my name is Andre. I'm not about to sit here and call myself Nintendo to play a game. It's Andre, dang it. I don't want to do all that work. And of course, people found uh, they used to have the codes where you type in for cards. Uh, Aqua Dragon, Rolling Ocean Snakes. Y'all probably don't know those cards, but <laughs> those two right there is definitely your MVPs while playing that game. But like cards like that that didn't get showed into the anime or whatever or even the manga. I don't know how far the manga went. That didn't get showcased, but it's in the game and stuff. That should be part of these over 100. So, you know, Aqua Dragon or Rolling Ocean Snake, you normally would have to fuse cards together to try to get those cards. You know, forget that. Just give me the regular card itself. If I can just have the regular card itself and that's one of my 100 choices, that would be my first two picks 100% of the time. And that should just be added to the game off the bat. So 10 versus 10, of course, the cheat code for the cards, that should be changed out so people don't have to cheat code it no more. You know, maybe maybe, maybe if you want to be jerks, you know, you can give them cheat codes like that to just give them some really whack cards that they're not going to be happy about. That goes with the magic and trap, ritual cards, of course. And let me think of something else. Let me if that's it for my Yu-Gi-Oh! 2020 version, 2021 version. Uh yeah, pretty much. I think the final bosses should just be the Pharaoh and Seto. Those are the two strongest duelists in the original Yu-Gi-Oh! And of course, 
if Duelist of the Roses is a success, they should be able to wear it. They made a second one, Duelist Roses Part 2, where it's now GX. They, let's say they do that. They do a GX version, a 5Ds versions, uh, whatever else that came after those two. If they decide to do that, you should be able to transfer your profile, your name and your profile, to the GX world, to the 5Ds world, and assets to all your cards. Because now you get you can either start a new name, which means you're a whole new person, or you can just resume how you have it. So if somebody collected all three Egyptian god cards, the Exodia, freaking the Ultimate Blue Eyes White Dragon or something, when they go to GX, they can still have those cards and not have to start all over again because it's like, oh, this is a new game. No, just let me transfer my profile over to this because I already killed the original. Let me kill the sequels. And then, of course, you do three in a row. Of course, you should make the last one would be the Ultimate uh, roses, that's what I would call it, where one side is all the good guys, the other side is all the bad guys, and you can pick between the two, and now you're on a freaking world tour versus all those characters, so that's what 10 and 10, that's 30 characters on both sides, so you gotta duel in 60 different characters throughout the entire game, that's epic. That would be epic, personally. That's what I would do as the Yu-Gi-Oh! Duelist of the Roses 2020-2021 new version of it. That will be ideal, but that's about it. I'll see y'all. I know this is a geeked out squad, I mean, a geeked out episode, but y'all know what's up. To all my Yu-Gi-Oh! fans, I got y'all back. That's the end of this, and I'll see y'all Saturday.